0: Hello, everybody, and indeed, welcome to another edition of the Chicago Tony V Show. Specifically, ep- episode 189 is what we're recording right now. I want to welcome you. I also want to listen to some music behind me. I want to get something going. Oh, that's a nice little piano tune. The The piano is just a little bit out of tune, if you think about that. You know who, uh, one of the greats who did that? You know, uh, probably Robo Kitty and some other pianists out there might know this. Like, piano strings, if you open them up, the higher strings, there's actually, like, three strings in there. And some piano players... Here, let's listen to this for a second. Like, those strings are actually a little out of tune from each other a little bit. Some... Famous people did that on purpose. The the one I can think of the most is Vince Guaraldi. He did all the Peanuts music. He recorded all. He would put his piano a little out of tune. Listen to that shit. Who knew I was going to be doing that this morning? I didn't know. Anyway, good morning, everybody. Happy Thursday. I hope uh, you're halfway uh, filled with coffee, etc., etc. As as usual, I've been hanging out with all. My uh, beautiful pepperonis this morning on the Reddit uh, live stream, the pre-show. We've been hanging out, having a good time. Robo Kitty, I I trust by now, maybe is uh, at work. Maybe. Hopefully. Hope she's safe. She's changing into her uniform. There are times where I wish Robo Kitty were a live streamer, you know what I mean? Just from her phone. Maybe just a quick time. Anyway, yeah, quiet on the set says thank you. I love it. <laughs> Holy cow! Well, I don't really know what I'm uh, gonna talk today uh, about today. Other other than, uh, you know, I titled on Reddit. What did I title it again? Amber Amber said something about uh, uh, Mr. Rogers' sage advice from Mr. Rogers. Is that what I titled it? Yeah. Well, so Mr. Rogers said uh, once, he was talking about why good thi- why do bad things happen to good people. And I think we would all agree that Mr. Rogers was a pretty good dude. Now, was he a little uh, odd, maybe, because he devoted his life to entertaining kids and all that stuff? I mean, maybe, but it seems like the dude was just a, an all-around great dude. A very kind soul. And <clears throat> he was talking once about when he was a kid, he was trying to process this thing of why do bad things happen to good people? Like how can this, it, does, it seems like life shouldn't work that way. And his mother said to, gave him advice that, he, that stuck with him. And this resonated with me as well when he said it. I've always, this was years ago, I saw him say this. His mother told him when something bad is happening, let's say a car crash or that, you know, something like that. uh, His mother said, look for the helpers. Look for the helpers. Yes, you're witnessing something horrible. Yes, you're finding some, you're seeing someone suffer, which is horrible. But then also there's something beautiful, you know, watch, there's some people will show up to help. And uh, good old Fred Rogers, you know, that's that stuck with him and that helped him get over this over this hump. Melt Lord says Mr. Rogers was a treasure. I, I totally agree. Mech MD. Welcome to the show. Mech MD says Mr. Rogers has been one of the biggest influences on me. That's very cool. I mean, this dude was I mean, talk about doing something uh great with your life you know Fred Rogers was that dude but this really helped me because i it's got to be common right when you're a kid especially and you're trying to your brain is just working and working on how does this world work how does it go how do I what's, what's my place in it how am I going to find my way I think one of the very common questions has to be why do bad things happen to good people? And I think what Fred Rogers' mother told him is very helpful. Look for the helpers. Look for the helpers. Um, you know, we have, uh, of course, uh, our our own pepperonis, some of our VIPs, are, have been tremendously helpful to me. You know who you are. You guys have helped me tremendously. You know, this thing is starting to... Take a take a life of its own, right? You know, our somehow our community is uh, is growing. Our our pepperoni family is growing, and it is really interesting to see. Like, uh, yes, I do put my fat face on camera every morning. You know, I guess that's my part. But there's all sorts of other stuff that happens like behind the scenes that you guys are doing for me, and I I really do appreciate it. And then we have other pepperonis who. I mean, are out there helping everybody. Of course, our dear Ro- Robo Kitty comes to mind. Right? Out there on the freaking front lines. And, uh, you know, I mean, that's worth something. That's, that's really amazing. I can think of times in my life, and by the way, so let's see, MechMD says, I used to watch his show all the time as a kid. He showed me what it was like to feel acceptance and kindness when things were hard at home. Yes, I, I think Fred Rogers really cared, you know? I think he really cared. And thank you makes an interesting comment and an interesting point. Fred Rogers never knew a world with smartphones. Yeah. By the way, before we forget, Chicago Tanks music homework is Roy Orbison Oh Pretty Woman that's a classic tank thank you for that but again you know our, our dear Pepperoni uh, Robo Kitty for all we know she's been in the live stream early, early because I mean she's a mainstay she's she's one of my rocks and who knows for all we know she might be in her ambulance on the way to go save some person that is freaking dying, you know? Look for the helpers. I think that's really great advice. I can think of times in my life. It's interesting. I think it's I think tragedy actually is one of those circle of life things a little bit. Let me explain. I think in any of these situations where someone is in great need and then someone helps, you have the helper. So, for example, something that comes to mind is uh, after my dad retired. You know, my my dad had a lot of do re me right? He could have done anything. He could have he could have traveled the world golfing or whatever. He could have sailed a yacht around the world and all that stuff. So he could have done whatever he wanted. What did he spend a lot of his time doing? Um, he uh, dad volunteered at nursing homes. And uh, he was a devout Catholic, and so one of the things he would do is he would uh, travel to nursing homes in the area, and he would uh, he would bring communion, which is like a Catholic thing. He would bring communion to all uh, to Catholics in the nursing homes, and I had the great pleasure of um, sort of riding along with my dad a couple of times, and it was truly amazing. These people um, confided in him. One thing I didn't realize about nursing homes until I rode along with my dad is um, I had this notion that all the people in nursing homes were like mentally gone. You know, so in a sense, they didn't even know they were there. Well, this is not the case at all. Now, certainly there there's a fair share of people in nursing homes who are. Just mentally gone. They can't, they can't even conceive of what's happening and where they are. But in riding along with my dad, giving communion to these old Catholics that were in nursing homes, several of them uh, confided in him, and, and it was a it was a great comfort to them. And sadly, I mean, more than once, I mean, several times, we would go we would go to a residence room. Right? And my dad knew all these people because he saw them every week and you know, and uh, they would just tell them tell my dad their problems. They would confide in him and they would, I mean, I what I heard over and over is, you know, like I can't believe my family put me here. Like I don't, how did this happen? You know? Um, <clears throat> my dad was just this great comfort to them. So so again, I said earlier this thing of these great needs, it's a circle of life thing, right? So you have in that instance that I just painted, my dad would be the helper that Fred Rogers was talking about. And then the the resident in that case would be the, the person whose your heart bleeds for, right? It's the you look at the person and say, Well my God, why why is this allowed to happen? a nice person going through a horrible turmoil. And then so again, using my dad as an example, again, with this idea of circle of life, and I think we're all this way. My dad at times then was on the other end. He was in great peril. He was horrible. I mean, he spent his last few years in a nursing home himself. I can think of another instance. Um, He was... uh, Again, he, he volunteered in his retirement. That's what he did. He was, um... Something that happened after he retired. He was weatherizing a statue at church. He, he kind of, like, became a church handyman. He just helped out. So he was doing some uh, coding, uh, uh painting some sort of weatherproofing on this statue that was out in front of his church. And... Dad was very thorough and he liked to get things right. And so he couldn't leave a, any part of that statue un, unprotected with this weatherization stuff. Well, he was reaching, reaching, reaching to the very top of the statue. This thing, it was some one of the saints, I can't remember which, but it had its arm stretched out. And Dad stretched and stretched to get to the very top of the hand to weatherize it. And he kind of hung on the statue a little bit. Well, it turns out this thing was uh, not anchored to anything. It was just standing there, and the statue pulled over and actually fell on him, crushed his leg, like just shattered his his femur bone to smithereens. And he was uh, he was bedridden for like a year. He went through so many surgeries and stuff. But there are so many stories throughout that where uh, he was. He was helped. He was the one that was all these angels, all these helpers came and made it easier for him. Of course, my mom was a big one. I mean, she helped him every day. But visitors, helpers, you know, um, you know, we kids would go, go to visit him a lot and all this stuff. Just, you know, so it's like a circle of life thing. I do. I don't think we'll ever really know the answer. Why would why would whatever the creator, if there if there is a creator, I personally think there is. I don't think we're floating around for absolutely zero reason. But I'll never know the answer to why does good, why does bad things happen to good people? I don't know. But what I do know is that it's a chance for us to recognize the blessings and the good, and the good people. And maybe, well, I'm sure, actually, those helpers are getting something out of it. I think there's something. What a deep topic this morning, by the way. (laughs) But I think there's something we all need, right? We all need, which is we all need to lay our head down on the pillow. And feel like I belong. I did my part today. I'm worthy. And I think uh, one of the quickest ways to do that is to fucking help someone else, you know? So my hat's off. To you people who uh, maybe even you're in a career Where all you're doing is helping people You know How lucky we are to have people like that It boggles the mind It's bananas Let's see Tank says Sometimes you have to create your own karma Your old man's willingness to help Open the hearts of the people that helped him I think absolutely Absolutely yeah. What's amazing is their people will even help, help complete dickheads. <laughs> now they might do it a little more begrudgingly, right? Um, You know, but I mean, helpers, some people, you know, some people will do it anyway. And I think that's a beautiful thing. It's a beautiful thing. Thank you says, I mean, Jesus was good and a bad thing happened to him. He did it for the sake of humanity. Yeah, bad things happening to good people. It's a thing, but uh, thank you to Fred Rogers for reminding me of that. Hey, another thing I wanted to talk about for a minute, just a little, you you guys know I'm on this low carb roll, right? which actually that's a that's an oxymoron right low carb roll i can't have rolls on low low carb but that actually relates to the story i was uh i was at the grocery store yesterday now how long have i been doing this it's over 2 weeks it's maybe coming up on 3 weeks and and uh You would think I have a hang of it by now, especially since I've been eating the same thing every day, pretty much, with little changes here and there, little changes. Um, but generally what I've been, I've been eating one meal a day. Now I, I recently started, uh, going to two meals. I'll I'll do a lunch, but it's just a pile of carrots and celery. Boom, it's a pile of carrots and celery But then dinner is the one I really look forward to I'll do a big cabbage salad And I'll do some sort of Usually some sort of beef Might be a steak, it might be ground beef Um, let's see Auntie says hi 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 back, it's a hard reddit name to read Good morning Glad to see that you're new here, welcome so I'm going through the grocery store, right? And you would think I my my diet for the last three weeks has been so monotone that you would think this is just no problem at all. Like it's old hat. But it's interesting how I don't I don't know. Is there like subliminal advertising in a grocery store? Like how why would this be difficult for me to go through a grocery store? Anyway, I'm very clear, like I'm doing low carb, right? That's my thing. I've been buying the same thing days and days. I get to the checkout line. This is, uh, to me, this is just drudgery. It's rote, right? Get to get my stuff to the car. Get home. I'm unpacking. And, uh... I fucking had a... a, a bought a bunch of bananas. That ain't right. That's full of sugar. That'll never fly. Isn't it funny? It's funny to think that something like that... ...could make me fat. Which I'm not sure that's true, actually, now. I'm so confused, but all I know is I gotta stay on the straight and narrow. I'm still trying to find my way and figure out how... ...afraid do I need to be of even, like, nature's carbs. You know, God forbid, like I have a bunch of grapes or something like that accidentally. But it's weird that I can put something in my cart just without even thinking. You know, it's one of those things. I'll find my way. But uh, let's see. Amber says bananas are nature's cheesecake. I'll say this, I, I like that amber glow, I'll say this, um, the thing, okay, so here, when you, when you clean up your diet, which I have so little experience with this, but like, let's take the last few weeks, like I haven't, I haven't had a freaking piece of fruit in three weeks, let alone, you know, process anything. when you, when your diet cleans up like that, like, uh, uh, I can't believe how sweet, etc etc even carrots taste. I've been, I started eating carrots and I, I feel like I'm cheating. I feel like I'm having a candy bar. Isn't that weird? Your, your taste buds readjust. And then I, I personally think this is a good thing, you know, because, uh, I think that, uh, what this means is there's a promise of natural food is actually going to be pleasurable. It's going to taste good. It's going to take a little while for your taste buds to readjust. But I have no doubt if I had a, if I had eaten one of those bananas. All right, which I didn't because I'm good because I'm being good and I'm on a mission from God. Um, Robo says, I wish I could eat bananas every day oh she also says i'm allergic to latex what happened to our music people i'm allergic to latex and sometimes i get reactions from bananas so i stay away is there latex in bananas why am i saying bananas so much today could someone do a bananas count it's got i feel like i've said it 25 times already today Kind of weird. Jim picks. welcome to the live stream. How are you? El Salt's in the house. Salty, how are you doing, buddy? Anyway, I am trying to find my way with this low-carb thing, right, too. But I'm erring on the side of extreme caution. Tank says my vocabulary is going bananas. This is true. I can't get off this word today. It's bizarre. I wonder what is the impetus for that. Tank, have you ever done that? Uh... I'm trying to think of this this artist. Fuck. It's like an Irish singer, dude. He did. He sang "Into the Mystic." I think he did a song, Brown-Eyed Girl. I don't know. I'm losing it. (laughs) Robo Kitty. (laughs) Oh my God. Do I get Robo? Do I have to hit you over the head with a sledgehammer? Is that what I need to do? Is that what it's going to take? Van Morrison. Thank you, Tank. My God. What a day. Anyway, it's probably good, especially because I got I to gotta leave 10 minutes early. Let's see what's in the mailbag. Let's see what we got going on. All right. I can do some good damage, I think, today. Ooh, here's a short letter. Uh, anyone who wants to write into the mailbag, we love it. Thank you. Oh, and before I get into this, I want to remind everyone. Listen, tomorrow's show is going to be done live from outside of Reddit. It's a rarity. We normally do our show inside of Reddit. If you want to see our show tomorrow morning on Twitch, twitch.tv forward slash Chicago Tony V is where you gotta go. Or you can watch it on Reddit. Or I mean sorry. No, no, no. Negative. You can watch it on uh Twitter. My Twitter account is at Chicago Tony, or you can watch it on my YouTube channel. That is uh Chicago Tony V. Is the name of that YouTube channel. Hey, Butter, uh, uh, let's see. But Someone in the comments needs help. Let's see if this, hey, I need help. Me and my girlfriend have been dating for a while now, and she says she's shy. I can see her trying to talk to me, but sometimes I doubt she loves me. She's really lovely when we talk on WhatsApp, but not in real life. Another text is coming. I mean, my father raised me like a soldier because, you know, men don't cry, etc. But I try to show her that I love her, but I think she doesn't really try. Hmm. That's an interesting one. Butter Butterluckinix. <laughs> I can't say your Reddit name. I have no idea what it is. But I have an inkling, okay? Thank you for the question right there in the comment section. Let's see what I can do. Oh lady okay butter luckin next hold on a second i'm going to get to your question i want to say good morning to lady letter carrier good morning lady good to see you for the third morning in a row the first thing we do lady it it helps to admit that you have a problem okay it it helps just to just embrace just let it happen okay just sink into the uh the arms of loving grace the the the, the pepperoni uh, nation that is embracing you it's good to see you this morning dear by the way before i get to oh better luck next okay there you go better luck next time okay that's how you pronounce your name um lady uh good to see you again dear now let's face it i think i explained on another show and I will get to you better luck, okay? Lady, I explained on, uh, uh, on a show what happens. There's this progression, right? When you're just a lovely person in the comment section and you seem to be coming back to shows. You get a golden ticket eventually to our Discord, which is all the nicest, friendliest, most dedicated pepperonis, right? The the participants in our show. Uh, lady, we've already taken a vote. We know you're lovely. It seems like you're getting hooked. So I think you're going to get a golden ticket. Someone's going to tap you on the shoulder today. And, you know, it's fun. It's a bunch of nice people, and it allows us just to, you know, say hi throughout the day and just keep in touch. So something to consider, Derek. Congratulations. By the way, there's never been a viewer who has risen the ranks as quickly as you. Lady, it's not even because I get to impersonate Jerry Lewis every time I see your name. That's not even the reason. My name is LLC and I have a problem. Oh, LLC has a pro Oh, holy cow. Wait a minute. Okay, we'll get to your problem. Let me get to let me get to better luck next time. Okay, I have a it's kind of hard to follow your situation, Better Luck, but here's a thought I have. It seems it seems to me that you're may in love with or maybe falling for a shy person. That's maybe part of the thing. Now you mentioned some app. WhatsApp? I'm old, dude, okay, I don't even know what the fuck you're talking about. But that doesn't matter. Because I know a little bit about human nature. Here's the thing. I think what I'm taking from your question is you're you're dating a shy person and on text they seem they seem maybe fully like maybe not shy, like like fully communicative, but then in person there's this there's this natural purning, uh, 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 pulling back, right? I'm just gonna say, okay, there's a thing like people are people. They, people are who they are, right? They're wired. They're they are who they are. So, so uh, someone that's the life of the party, gregarious, blah blah blah. That's just who they're gonna be. Some people are naturally they have rapport skills. And it's natural and and all that stuff. And that's the way they're going to be. Shy people are just going to naturally be the way they are. Now here's the trick and here's the beautiful thing though. Here's the beautiful thing. Sometimes the shy reserved person can actually open themselves up to you. And you will find if there's really, really a connection, that person will actually, you'll you will actually find that that person becomes fully, just fully uh, relaxed and comfortable around you. And it's a beautiful thing. It's something to work towards. It's something to work towards. I might be working on that sort of project right now as we speak. Might be. Allegedly. So I would say keep at it. Don't, 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 don't overthink it, okay? part of this might just be this is a shy person right some people are are very internally they have like this internal it seems like they're not there for it's like oh she's not into me maybe uh but it's just some people have this internal thing and then and then they'll you got to you just got to you got to know who you're dealing with i don't know if this helps at all now lady uh LLC has a problem. What's your problem, lady? Lady. Let's see if lady... Oh, you're just teasing. Oh, I see. Yeah, yeah, yeah. My name... I get it. A 12-step reference. I get it. That's funny. Yes, that's what it is. So, uh... Oh, Mammy's in the house. Good morning, Mammy. Yes, good... Good, uh, good point. Mammy says... Uh, Before I forget Yak we miss you already bud Yes We hope Yak is Is doing Doing well And I You know Yeah I care about that kid He's a good guy So Tank is one of those shy people (laughs) Oh my gosh Okay I was doing mailbag Let's see what's up Let's see Okay first letter Hey Tony Oh by the way send your letters to chicago tony v at gmail.com okay now i can actually read the letter hey tony what is the meaning of life like in your opinion why are we here what is this all about i've been really struggling with this lately this is from jennifer from lake elsinore california lake El Senor El Senor elsinore i don't know california very much i'm sorry Jennifer, okay, what is the meaning of life? Okay, I'm actually gonna lay it out. I'm gonna, I've actually, I've thought a lot about this and just here's my take. What do I know? I'm just a fat, I'm a, I'm a, not as fat as I used to be. Jennifer, have you noticed? I've lost like 12 pounds. Can you see it? Or are you a Spotify listener? Good morning to all my Spotify listeners. Jennifer, here's my take. I've thought about this an awful lot. Here's what this is, I think. As best as I can tell. Uh, first of all, let me just describe life before I tell why. What is it? Why? It really should be a, a wonderful adventure. And I think it. I think anyone that's paying attention would have to admit, holy shit, what a thrill ride, right? That doesn't mean it's all great. That can mean it's uh, horrible. A lot of it is horrible. I mean, it is what it is. Um... So it is a marvelous adventure but okay what is it this is my take I think we are I think our lives are actually a co-creation so we are actually uh, creating things our whole life is partly our creation it's a co-creation we're partners the the other partner in this creation that is our lives is the creator the creator, whoever that is. Some people would say Jesus Christ, some would say Buddha, some would say Muhammad, some would say uh, you know, Bert Katoni, the guy that lives two blocks down the street, who, wh- whatever the fuck, whoever the creator is, but there's there's gotta be a creator, but then but then you have this free will. The creation part we all get to do is we get to say, okay, I've been given what I've been given. All right. I've been given I have been given the tools of who I am. Again, maybe I'm a shy person. Maybe I have the gift gift of gab. Uh maybe uh maybe I'm really smart with math. Maybe I had a beautiful brown eyes. Whatever the case may be. You're given the tools and then it's a co-creation. Now now you get to decide what am I going to do with this? So I think what we're doing here is we are co- we are co-creating. We've been given the paint supplies, the brushes, the canvas by the creator whatever it is and then we we make our art. Oh, better better luck next says, "Thank you. I had to ask this because I'm 16 and my relationship with my parents is not really good. I had to get an advice from an adult, so thank you." Hey, absolutely my pleasure. Better luck next. Let me let me riff just a little further for you because now, because your age now that that means something, okay. Relationships, right, with ladies, or just relationships, but romantic relationships. Uh, this is uh, this is this is rocket science, <laughs> in a way, okay. If you're feeling confused. This means you're normal. This is a normal state. And and because you're 16 years old, you're also in this phase where you don't really have anything to offer. And what I mean by that is, I mean what, what women really want and deserve. <laughs> I going to get myself into trouble right here. I don't think so. Maybe. It's bananas, Robo. Bananas. Um, let's see. What they really want is they want to, they want you to have your shit together, okay? That's kind of ultimately, now you're at the age, at 16, no one has their shit together, right? It's not like you have a career yet. You're probably locked in school for uh, whatever it is, 15,000 hours, right? Like you're... Like you're, uh, on some sort of work release prison program or something. Maybe it's the opposite of that. I don't know. But anyway, so you're confused right now, better luck. And that's totally normal. So I will also say chances are your girlfriend now at 16 is not going to be the lady you end up with. Okay. That's just the odds. That's the way it goes. That's the way it goes. Maybe, maybe give it your best sh- shot. But it, the but worst case is if it doesn't work out, you're still going to learn something. And so your part in this whole thing should be to be the best version of you that you can be. That's either going to be good enough for this girl or not. You guys are either going to mesh. It'll work out. Don't don't worry too much. If it's meant to be, it's going to naturally meant to uh, be meant to be. You know, there's a magic when it when couples are really they're just meant to be crazy shit happens that you should just. So don't work too hard at it. Don't freak out too much. Keep working on yourself, doing your best and you'll learn something. Okay, it's all good. Now, let's see. I think I answered Jennifer's meaning of life thing. Yes, lady uh, LLC says so much of life to live. Very true. And thank you for the warning, lady. Lady. Careful, Tony. Oh, God. Yeah. All right. Let's see what's in the next letter. Dear Tony, did you know that schools in the olden days tried to force left-handed people to write with their right hands? I am blown away by this. It is hard for me to believe That schools used to be so oppressive in this way. I just read this in a magazine and had to send it over to you. (laughs) What would make you think to do that? How does this work? You're sitting there reading whatever. Scientific American or something. And you're like, I never knew that. I got to write Chicago Tony. (laughs) That's hilarious. Okay, I just read this in a magazine and I had to send it over. I can't imagine... What it must have felt like for little left-handed kids to feel less than. They must have wondered why they were being treated so horribly. Thank God times have changed. This is from John from Cedar Park, Texas. Uh, Yeah, that's interesting. Interesting letter, John. Thank you for sending it over. I didn't know that, but I can't say that I'm surprised. I think the... I think a lot of uh, the school system, certainly after the, uh, what would it be? The industrial revolution. Okay. The design of the modern school system was really to form people into widgets so that they could serve industry. Really. If you look at the history of modern schooling, I've talked before on the show about John Taylor Gatto. I think he's one of the greatest historians. Uh, He wrote a book called, uh, the Underground History of American Education. Everyone should read it. it. Makes a lot of sense. But so I'm not I'm not surprised that this happened, but yeah, it's sad. It's too bad. I can't imagine I mean a lefty is a lefty. Even even these days when they're allowed, or at least when I was a kid, of course they didn't try to make lefties right-righty. But you're a lefty and remember how like when you're writing cursive, your words needed to be slanted a certain way. Well, the lefties, they had to do some crazy shit with the angle of their paper, paper to get the slant at the agreed upon, you know, thing. Robo's still trying the Valerian root T. Mammy says... Irish Nan is left-handed, and she got hit by the nuns in school for riding with the wrong hand. Oh my god, the nuns. I really survived fairly unscathed. Uh, I had a lot of nun teachers growing up. Now I did, there was one, Sister Anne Lucille, she would huck chalk at me from across the room, and she had good aim too. I never Did I ever get hit by a ruler? I don't think I did. Seems like they had outlawed it by then. Nature's Valium would do that too. Oh, there's something called Nature's Valium, Mammy Mama? I want to read your entire name, dear, just for fun. Your entire Reddit name. Mam Mammy Mama. (laughs) One day you must tell me the story of how you picked that Reddit name. Ooh, lady says left-handed was the devil's hand. Ooh, isn't that a... Is the devil's hand also a... Oh no, the dead man's hand. The dead man's hand. Was that like when Wyatt Earp was killed, he had the dead man's hand? Who knows? Okay, next letter. Dear Tony, my husband shot our neighbor's dog because it was attacking our pet python. What the fuck? (laughs) I feel like we're getting weird letters today. Let me read this again, everybody. Are you ready? Okay. My husband shot our neighbor's dog because it was attacking our pet python. Now they want to sue us. The attacking dog was in our yard when this happened. Do the neighbors have a case? (laughs) Our snake is very mild-mannered and friendly, by the way. This is from Rosalie from Snowflake, Arizona. Okay. Well, so, full uh, uh, disclaimer, okay, I'm not a- I am not I do not give legal advice, I'm not an attorney. If I were an attorney, I'm pretty sure I wouldn't take your case either. I'm just saying. Wait a minute, something's from Family Guy. What's from Family Guy? Oh, man, Mammy Mama is from Family Guy? Who knew? Oh my goodness, I'm- I would be so bad on TV trivia, it would be horrible. Anyway, Rosalie from Snowflake Arizona. Okay, let's get this straight. So you must have had your pet python in the yard is what I is the thing I okay, and the neighbor's dog attacked it. Which to me that's extremely reasonable. What a nice I'm sorry, Rosalie. We're probably going to lose a Spotify listener on this one, but I I mean Let me put it this way, if I were in the, if I were in my backyard, with a python, and, which let me check, I'm not really up on my snakes, but uh, I'm pretty sure that's a big ass fucking killer snake like from the Amazon, right? Was one of those in like Jungle Book or one of those Disney things? A python is a big ass deadly snake. I mean, I don't mean venomous, but it's one of those that would uh, crush you until your eyes popped out of your skull. One of those things. Yeah, see Robo, okay, see Robo makes a good, a good point. Let me read her comment. She says, bullshit, everyone knows animals are instinctively afraid of snakes. So if you're going to have a snake in your backyard, the animals will go after it or will run from it. Yeah, I totally agree. A snake in the yard equals animals will instinctively react. I totally agree. I totally agree. So, yes, she says, (laughs) Robo says you are wrong and should get sued. Rosalie, I'm sorry you won't be listening to the show anymore, but I totally agree. You can't have a... Ki- this. Okay, if I were in my backyard and there was a python hanging out, and Dolly, my gigantic brown dog, attacked the fucking thing, I would say thank you. I would give her a thousand treats. I would... do anything. Okay, that's what the dog was doing someone a favor so and then now your husband shot that dog this is a big big mistake this is your mistake this is your mistake whoever had a freaking python in your this is no bueno Rosalie what you should do is go to your neighbor apologize profusely buy them a new dog I assume this dog that was shot is dead right it was just doing its job Dude, this is You're in the wrong, Rosalie And your husband is in the wrong Oh, Amber asked a good question Did the snake die? See, it doesn't say that the snake died It was was attacking our pet python Which who knows what that means It could even just be It was barking at the py You know, at the python But I mean, let's assume The dog had the snake in its mouth Which is ballsy You know? I, this, I am not, the Rosalie's family is in the wrong. Why do you have a python in your backyard? And it's, it's unfenced. It's, it's gotta be unfenced, right? Or this dog couldn't come in. It's a bad look. And then you're blowing away neighbor's animals. (laughs) Fucking A. Why was the neighbor's dog in their yard? Yeah, it doesn't really say that. It doesn't say that. But, uh, it doesn't say why, but I mean, so they—they they must not have a fence. If you're gonna have a python hanging around, first of all, like in your backyard, first of all, you'd better be out there with it. I mean, who? How, how easy would it be for that thing to climb down someone down a sewer drain, and then the next thing you know, old uh, Fred Lloyd, two blocks down, he's—he's he's sitting on the throne, and he gets. Freaking goose from his turlet, uh, from a from your python, right? Yeah. Robo says if you think you're gonna have pythons in in your yard, you should have a fucking wall. Your responsibility. I I totally agree. Rosalie, God love you. Uh, you're in the wrong. Do everything you can to patch it up with your neighbor. Apologize profusely. Maybe put your husband's guns up for a while. This is not a good look. Not a good look. Okay, dear Tony, I live in Illinois and I'm totally sick of it. I feel like the state is totally corrupt and fuck to hell. <laughs> I've decided I must leave and make a brand new start somewhere else. Luckily, my career is in sales, so theoretically, I could go anywhere I want and make a living. If you could go to any state from here, where would you go? This is from Jackson K. Uh, Jackson, first of all, I understand the way you're feeling about um, about Illinois. Uh, really, all of my immediate family still lives in the Chicago area. And it's not good. It's not good. Things are getting real weird there. It's. I'll go so far as to say... It's bananas, Jackson. So you are in the right uh, wanting to leave. I secretly wish my, I want all my family to just move near me. It would be a long trek, you know, nine hours away. They're going to be away from all their friends and all that stuff. But still, they'd be closer to the big diesel. Anyway. Thank you, Robo Kitty. Okay, two minutes. All right. Uh, Jackson, I would move to Florida would be my choice. It seems like it's relatively sane. There's lots of beautiful beachfront. There's sun. It's warm. Now, it's kind of hard to grow stuff there, but I don't think... You don't sound like the farming type. You sound like a salesman. I would go to Florida. Nice, big. Uh, the tax laws, the, uh, state tax laws are very friendly. There's, like, no income tax in Florida, right? Um anyway yeah no Georgie girl again today I texted our dear Georgie a uh, uh, little bit yesterday afternoon uh, she's still trying to get back in the groove I think and plus you know with her did everyone notice on the Spotify podcast there was a uh, there was a very special um, anniversary message for Danny and Georgie anyway Florida is was, was where I would go Jackson K. Okay? That's where I would go. Oh, lady uh lady letter carrier is in discord now. Oh, lovely. That's so fun. That's so fun. She's she was a she's a rising star just right out of the gate. Never seen anything like it. Anyway, Anyway, so everybody, thank you. It's It's been a pleasure to uh, uh, hang out with you. Now, tomorrow, we're going to be on Twitch, etc., cetera, etc. Cetera. We're going to do that new thing. What I think I'm going to do, of course, is I'll do a pre-show on Reddit. I think what I'm going to do is switch over to Twitch a little after 7 a.m. So I might do Reddit from like 6.20 to like 7.05 and then switch over to Twitch. I don't know. I'm kind of too tired to worry about it yet. I was so worried about this Fred Rogers shit. And what did I mean when I typed that in the in the title? But I think I worked it out. Everybody, it's been fun spending time with you. I wish I could spend a little more time, but I got some shit to do. I love you guys. I like you guys. And it's been a pleasure spending time with you. I'll see you tomorrow morning. Same bad time, same bad place. In the meantime, I want to remind you. Okay, Listen. Listen to me, are you listening? Don't take any shit from anybody. Congratulations, Lady Letter Carrier. All right, see you all tomorrow. Bye-bye.